Hi guys, this is FJ once again back with another episode of my podcast. Uh this podcast is basically a follow-up of uh, my podcast from yesterday uh which I did on Afghanistan. Um like I said in yesterday's podcast there is this blame game once again that is going on. Um two attacks took place in Afghanistan um in Nangarhar and in Kabul um and uh, Taliban obviously rejected their responsibility for both the attacks um last night Islamic State Khorasan province uh, ISKP they claimed uh, the attack in Nangarhar although the the attack in Kabul was not claimed it has not been claimed by any organization so far which is pretty odd um one more thing uh the number of the attackers is still disputed local witnesses say that there were three attackers um today i read some media reports in in india one media those reports uh quoted some security sources um um sorry not security sources actually the um the health officials uh, the officials from that hospital that was attacked in kabul um they claim that there was only one attacker who was killed so like i said we we don't even know at this point how many attackers there were but funny thing that we uh, you know we don't know and obviously we don't know because the the kabul regime uh the awan security forces their intelligence agencies don't know otherwise we would have known if if they would have known we would have known <laughs> so they don't know obviously um how many attackers there were um they have not given um uh, an accurate figure for that um but they do know that pakistan was behind this attack <laughs> and taliban were behind this attack which is obviously insane um and uh, the thing is you have to keep one thing in mind that the attacks that are carried out by the taliban 99% of those attacks they have some military objective um or some political objective um they don't really carry out attacks uh only and only to instill terror in the hearts and minds of afghan people right because at the end of the day they are an indigenous group right um mullah umar was an afghan um and uh, of of course we we know uh, you know that uh, pakistan uh, supports uh, the taliban to some extent it, it, it maintains ties with the taliban but that is not to say that taliban exist because of pakistan right taliban would have existed either way so the thing is that um all this blame game and i i, I was checking out this this uh, some of this stuff uh, um online um apparently some of these a lot of these uh, one pro government accounts they have um tweeted uh, a picture of a pakistani bag i mean it's it's a bag which has pakistan's flag on it um accompanied with um with couple of weapons i think and uh, they said that these 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 weapons and this bag apparently with, with with the pakistani flag on it was found in the kabul hospital that was attacked and well the, the, the obviously they picked up the image from google from a website um of course it's it's completely fake 
um, and uh, but they are still claiming it because, like I said in my yesterday's podcast, that there is a clear agenda behind this, and the agenda is to derail the peace agreement. That is the agenda. Um, otherwise, we would not have seen this kind of knee-jerk reaction from Kabul administration. Um, I mean, they say that they are so worried about the civilian casualties which were caused, which of course they should be, but at the same time. They are not so worried about the civilian casualties which were caused by the airstrike in Bulk province, right? Um, Agwan Amodi said that all of those people who were killed were Taliban militants. Well, the thing is that that is disputed by local sources, that is even disputed by, uh, by local residents, by some of the pro-government media, um, of course by the Taliban, um, and uh, um, you know, uh, locals were protesting uh, with the dead bodies, and they said that most of them were actually civilians, including farmers. So the thing is that, of course, uh, Agwan um, Kabul administration does not really care about um, uh, all civilian casualties they only care about civilian casualties caused by these terrorist attacks which of course Afghans are asking a lot of questions about these attacks for example how can such an attack take place in the heart of Kabul right uh, now of course we know that Islamic State has not yet uh, claimed the attack but we should also keep in mind that the Islamic State does not claim all of its attacks there have been plenty of attacks uh, globally which islamic state has not uh, claimed it has never claimed but we do have evidence that those attacks were carried out by islamic state cells or uh, their lone wolves right so we have to keep that in mind as well um and uh, of course, Taliban would not um, carry, uh, carry out such an attack because, like I said um, in my yesterday's podcast, that um, especially the attack in Kabul, that has zero military value, right? That has zero military or political value. Uh, no political value whatsoever. No military value whatsoever. So, um, of course, Taliban would not carry out such an attack. But like I said, there is an agenda behind uh, blaming the Taliban, blaming the ISI, blaming Pakistan. And uh, Mr. Ghani then coming out and saying that um, there uh, there's going to be uh, a renewed war. Uh, a new offensive against the Taliban, which will, of course, derail the peace agreement. Um, so far, Taliban has not announced their spring offensive. But if this order of Mr. Ghani is actually implemented on the ground by the Afghan security forces, then, of course, uh, you know, Taliban will probably announce their spring offensive very soon. You can bet on that. So, and at the end of the day, um, this is not something that is good for the Afghan people. Uh, this might be good for some vested interests, sure, but this is not good for Afghan uh, people. This is not good for the Afghan nation. Definitely not good for Afghanistan's neighbors. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, so uh, all this propaganda plus somebody, some some analyst from Afghanistan shared a website with me uh, today, and he was saying that um, this is the Taliban's website, and they have admitted that nine of their fighters were killed in the Bulgh airstrike. Um, I did some research, didn't even have to do much, you know, just like, it took me like, I think five minutes 
to find out that that website was actually a fake website, a mirror website made uh, um, in the image of an actual Taliban website. Um, but that website, like I said, is a fake website which was shared with me, uh, probably created by one intelligence. Probably, I don't have any evidence for that. But of course, who else can do that? Because that website is now is being used to validate the claims of Afghan Ministry of Defense, right? So, I mean, the most likely culprit behind the creation of such a fake website um, in the name of the Taliban, it's, it's, it's literally a mirror website, I, I even tweeted about it, um, of, of the actual Taliban website, which is uh, Shahamad1. And this website, it has the address of shahamad2.com. And so it is, it is a fake website. I also checked it with some pro-Taliban sources. They also told me that um, it, it, it has been created by NDS. So, of course, this whole thing is going on, the, the, the information war. Of course, this is not even information war because you, you actually have to be really good at information war. You know, when you have um, people like me who are keeping such a sharp eye on that region, <laughs> you really can't get away with such poor attempts at information war. This is not even information war. I mean, this is something that you would expect from, I don't know, from Boy Scouts or something like that. I mean, uh, you wouldn't expect something like this from uh, from an intelligence agency. You wouldn't expect something like this from an actual government. So, like I said, it's hilarious. Uh, the propaganda that is coming, uh, you know, from from the the side of the pro government sources in Afghanistan is it is hilarious. It has been busted by several people out there. Um, the fake images that are being shared, um, this fake website that is being shared, um, and uh, so on. So coming back to the point, um, this is not good for the Afghanistan region. And uh, um, last night there was a statement from the United States uh, uh, State Department, um, and uh, that statement obviously did not endorse, as I expected, it it, it did not uh, endorse the, um, the the call by Mr. Ghani uh, for a renewed uh, offensive against the Taliban. Um, and today uh, there has been a statement from Russian ambassador to Afghanistan, and he said that um, Russia regrets to see um, this this uh, this whole thing. And obviously, Russia also did not endorse Mr. Ghani's call for a renewed offensive against the Taliban. So. Again, um, major powers in the world, including China as well, um, they, I don't think they have given a statement, but I do have a decent idea what they think about this. They uh, probably agree with the American side and with the Russian side on this. Um, so, and of course, Pakistan, of, of you know, is in that list too. Um, so most of the, uh, you know, uh, powers... Um, around the world, they they are not endorsing Mr. Ghani's call of a renewed offensive against the Taliban. Now, I don't know about India, but in India gave a statement, it was a pretty tough statement. They said that, you know, we sympathize with the Afghan government and with the Afghan nation, with the Afghan civilians, we condemn the attack, which is all good. But, um, but I don't even think that India endorsed uh, Mr. Ghani's call per se. Uh, but like I said, I mean, um, Mr. Ghani and his administration is pretty much on their own in this. Um, Americans will not be liking uh, whatever is happening on the ground. Um, and uh, they will be putting some pressure on, um, on, on Mr. Ghani's regime to... Um, 
to kind of take a step back and you know rethink this whole thing um and uh, because this is definitely not in the interests of america and it's it's not in the interests of the one people it's not in in, in the interests of uh, uh Afghanistan's neighbors like i said and uh, so um and especially when 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 taliban have distanced themselves and uh, we almost know for a fact that this was not the work of taliban this was the work probably of 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 some iskp cell which which obviously still exists out there despite um all the you know all the raids against iskp by afghan security forces they are still able to carry out such attacks which itself is questionable i would say um but of course we are not going to go into that right now um let's hope that um things calm down and let's hope this whole blame game which is going on right now it it comes to an end because um that's that's what's best for Afghanistan that's what's best for the Afghan people and that's obviously what's best for the region anyway this is all i had to say take care bye bye